Baseball Money is Fake on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Bet $100 and get $100 at WinBet.com or download the WinBet app and start winning today. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by Sports Gambling Podcast Final Four Watch Party. This Saturday, sweat out your bets and win prizes with Ryan, Sean, and Colby over at youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. Welcome to Baseball Money is Fake, a fantasy baseball podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I am Blake Meyer, and we are back again on i mean maybe our first wednesday recording maybe like in the early days we did a wednesday recording i I mean i can't remember any off the top of my head but (laughs) here we are on a wednesday the day before opening day i'm so damn excited and as always i'm here with my man ryan gilbert how you doing today ryan i'm doing great here it's uh, opening day eve it's a very exciting year for baseball fans we've been (laughs) waiting all off season since uh november it's been, been a long off season, but you know it's here. Opening day is tomorrow now, in less than twenty four hours. The, the Phillies will be in, in the third, fourth inning down there in Texas. Uh, tomorrow night, Mariners play. We'll get to see all the overreactions to opening day. And yeah, we weren't even supposed to record today. I was like, you know what? You want, you want to record? Let's uh, let's let's see what's uh, let's do some uh, award predictions here. Let's let's you know get get our get our stuff in officially before the season starts. Maybe we can do some team stuff later on, but I, w- I want to get the, the player awards in first just because, like, if if someone goes off for three home runs tomorrow, like, that definitely is going to impact their home run leader <laughs> t- totals and uh, and MVP and stuff like that. Yeah, and I like this because this is more of, like, uh, if those – if any of you out there listen to, like, our uh, early in the offseason type of stuff where baseball to talk about, but we were still plugging along. We talked a little more, like, just baseball – that's kind of what today is. We'll mix in some fantasy talk here and there, but this is mainly just uh, we're going to be predicting the uh, our, our award winners. For this coming year, we got some betting on there, uh, some of like our favorite bets and stuff mm-hmm. for the awards, and it's all well-researched, educated guesses, which is all you can really ask for, especially right now. But I like it because we get to just talk some more baseball. But I will also tell you guys why I love Jerry Kelnick so much in fantasy baseball this year. All sorts of other things like that. And you made a good point about uh, lines changing and stuff. I mean, after the game start, because, yeah, all it takes is one big game. Like, I know I was texting you earlier about uh, a trade that I'm potentially throwing out there to my home league. And I had mentioned that I kind of wanted to do it because there's a couple of rookies on the waiver wire that I'm interested in. But and you'd, you'd mentioned like maybe I could just wait on them because they're not guys that other people in my league will be paying attention to. But mm-hmm. like I said, like one's. Uh, S.E.R. Ruiz, all it takes is him going three for four with three stolen bases tomorrow. Everybody's going to know who the hell he is. Same with Oscar Colas. He's on my on my uh, waivers right now. I can pick him up. But if he hits like a 450-foot dinger tomorrow, he's going to get picked up. So <laughs> things change very quickly. So you got to get things like this in before the season starts. Yeah, definitely. And speaking speaking of prospects here, I'm not sure if this guy is even a prospect. Let me, let me look him up before I talk completely <laughs> out of my ass, even more so than normal. Uh, 
Yeah, Michael Massey. He's 25 years old, made his MLB debut last year for the Royals. Apparently, he was a uh, he had bad home runs in back to back games in the spring, hitting 279 with five home runs, two stolen bases, playing second base for Kansas City, apparently. And, you know, second base is one of the weakest positions out there. He's one of the most added players mm-hmm. on, on Yahoo right now. And well, I, I'm considering adding him. He's probably going to hit Fangraphs has him eighth. But, uh, you know, maybe he has some pop. He can keep that hot streak going. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, the, I think just now, tomorrow, next few days, definitely good to have a watch list, have some prospects or whoever you're keeping an eye on and uh, go move from there. Yeah, Messi's, Messi's got some pop, too. He had, what, 20 home runs there in 140 games. Stole 16 bases as well with a pretty low strikeout rate. That's not a bad. I like that. I like that little name drop. What is up, Dylan? Do you? We had yeah. to, we had to hop in the day oh, before God. the. Uh, <laughs> we had to hop in the day before opening day, just to see what was going on. Uh but yeah, I mean, I have all of my picks ready. Do you want to do the first? I'm ready, ready but um, let's make sure people are following. Baseball money is fake and subscribing oh, to yes, our, our podcast feed on Apple and Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. There, follow us on Twitter at Fake Baseball. Follow us on TikTok at Fake Baseball Money on Twitch and YouTube as well. If you're watching us there, great. If not, make sure you go and subscribe, and make sure you leave us a five star rating and review as well, and get in the Discord sg.pn/discord. MLB channel is kind of popping off today. I got, I got to admit, mm-hmm. it's, it's not quite up to hockey level just yet, but it's almost <laughs> up there. I may have, to, may have to hop in there more often, so make sure you get in the Discord there as well. I'm destined to get that up to hockey level in some capacity <laughs> in the year. Well, we'll have to, we'll have to team up with uh, the MLB Gambling Show to try to pump the Discord up here. Let's uh, let, let, let's kick it off here with MVP, then we'll, then we'll do our, our ad break or whatever. I like um, that. I like that. Well, we'll start off American League. Um, no, American League MVP. Um, there's there's quite a few decent options. I, I I feel like who did you? I guess I'll I'll go first since my my pick is Jordan Alvarez, a twelve to one. I, I believe that was also Blake's first pick. We've discussed this previously on the podcast. You know, this is a new episode, new new uh, audience out there. I just think Jordan <laughs> uh, Altuve out for a few months. Um, he's going to be carrying the load for him. I think they finished, he finished what third in MVP voting last year. I mean, if, and if Trout doesn't hit or if judge doesn't hit 66 to do home runs, you know, maybe, maybe, uh, Jordan can get some of those votes and, and beat out Otani for MVP. I still think Otani for obvious reasons is still the favorite there at plus 220, but you can't take a plus 220 MVP before the season. You got to throw, at least somewhat of a dart. So I, I'm going with Jordan at a uh, plus 1200. Not worried about his, his hand injury at all. He's a hitter that hits for power. He, he hits 300. Mm-hmm. He hits hot, up hot, upper 30s. Could hit 40 home runs. And the Astros are frustratingly good. So yeah, Jordan Alvarez at a 12 to one is my uh, AL MVP pick. Yeah. Uh- Excellent pick. I mean, he hit 37 dingers last year, probably the, the greatest StatCast page in StatCast history. I still had that screenshot saved on my phone. All that red everywhere is beautiful. He's just so good. Triple crown like contender every year. And like you said, without Tuve out, he just needs to perform that much better. There's a chance that they are the number one seed in the AL this year just because they're that good. 
and all eyes are going to be on him and he's just going to perform like he always does. He performed last year in the regular season. He performed performed in the play before the World Series. He's just he is the man. That is an excellent bet at end of one. I love that. Uh, we've talked before about how Jordan is probably our show consensus mm-hmm. uh, pick. But outside of that, I mean, I this is a real dart throw. So don't overreact when I give it to you. But Adley Rutschman at 30 to 1. You can get 35 to 1 at a better book. Even better. Yeah. If if the Orioles somehow find a way, find it in their heart to call up Grayson Rodriguez to have an actual pitcher, and John Means comes back and performs like he did all pre all of his injuries. And they're out there fighting for a wild card spot again. There's a little chance that Adley Rushman could win him. I mean, he had almost five last year in not even anywhere a full season. A high walk rate, low K rate. He could hit 300. Uh, I mentioned it in a catcher rankings episode. There's a chance that he ends this season as the first catcher since uh, Real Muto in 2019 to go 30 doubles and 20 home runs. He has everything it takes. If Otani is a little less like Otani, Jordan misses some extra time because of the hand injury. It's wide open and at 30 or 35 to one, Adley Rushman is not a terrible pick. Yeah. I, I don't mind th- throwing darts at all at, um, at MVP at a long season long award. Cause it could be someone that comes out of nowhere. Uh, catfish in, in the chat throughout Randy Rosarina at 65 to one. Definitely a, a fine dart throw there. I'm seeing a hundred to one. I like that it, one. I mean, he he's been someone that like produces in big moments, but if you can put that over the course of a whole season, maybe they're at a hundred to one. Uh, looking down, some other dart throws I, I'm, I look for here. Um, Kyle Tucker. If uh, if Jordan doesn't get it, I could see Kyle Tucker yeah. having a great season. He could. He's going to easily get thirty thirty. He could be a legit forty forty guy if he can put it together. And also um, down there, Corey Seager at forty-five to one. Last year, here at thirty-three home runs. He's a career two eighty-seven hitter. If he puts that together in Texas, put something together this season, I I could see him at the very least his odds coming down to either be able to cash out or hedge at the end of the season. I'm seeing a Rosarina at one hundred and twenty-five to one. Also, ooh, that's not bad. Which oh, I would I would like that a lot. Yeah, like other guys around there, Boba Shett was also one that got brought up a little bit in the Discord today. Uh, he had an odd year. He was one of those guys that struggled at the beginning of the year but came on hot really late. Uh, from last year, he hit like 345 or something like that. And he plays for a good team out there in Toronto. And he's got all the power in the world with some speed. And he can hit for So Boba Shett, if he hits some crazy... The world where he hit with 35 home runs and 20 stolen bases, and Toronto is just blowing people out of the water. Uh, he could be in play as well. And now he's at uh, what 40 to one. So I don't hate that at 40 to one either. Yeah, and sticking up there in Canada for our Canadian friends, uh, Vlad Jr. 14 to one. <laughs> I'm seeing him here. He finished second place in 2021 with 48 home runs. Had, I mean, last year for him was probably a down year. 32 home runs, 97 RBIs. He finished 16th last year with that. Second in 2021 behind behind Otani, who, you know, Otani's probably going to win it. But 14-1 to 1 for, for Vlad, for someone that can easily should be up there, I think, with 
Otani, Judge, Trout, J-Rod are, are the four guys under uh, 10 to 1. I think that's uh, not a bad price. 14 to 1. I'm going, going down. Yeah, no, I, I think we, we, we talked about enough dart throws here on the AL side. Uh, <laughs> who do you got for your, for your NL MVP? Uh, NL MVP, I have Austin Riley. Ooh. Absolutely love Austin Riley. Got him at fourteen to one. I can see. I see sixteen. It's going to be 16. hard. You see sixteen. Yeah. I, I mean, I like sixteen to one even better. But it's it's going to be tough because the thing that happens a lot, a lot of times is when you have from the same team, they steal votes from each other, and it can make it a little harder for them to win. And they legitimately have when they got Acuna, they got Austin Riley, they got that could all be in the hunt for MVP at the end of the year. So it could kind of screw themselves a little bit, but Matt Olson's two years removed from hitting 300. He hit like 278 last year with 39 home runs. I think it was uh, another guy that could hit 300 with 40 home runs. Very Jordan Alvarez. Oh, Alvarez. Jordan <laughs> Alvarez esque. That was a tongue twister. I like it. I very like it. Similar to Jordan. Uh, and I mean, they, no offense to your Phillies, Ryan, but I, I think the Braves are the one seed in the National League That's next year. And so same – I mean, a lot of similarities to this pick for me with, with Jordan. Uh, Austin Riley, he made a lot of improvements last year, even though his batting average did dip a little bit. But again, it was that early season struggles. His didn't last quite as long, so he's still ended the year absolutely on fire. If that can roll over into this year, I would love to see him hit 45, 45 home runs. Oh, that would be so nice. Yeah, uh, Riley is, I think we both agree on, on him. I think Jordan and Riley were our two guys we identified weeks, if not months ago for MVP. But mm-hmm. yeah, Riley's a good pick there at 16 to 1. I was looking through the NL odds here. I have to have at least one homer pick. Give me Trey Turner at 12 to 1, <laughs> you know, coming in. No Reese Hoskins, Bryce Harper probably gonna not come back till, till June, even though he's not on the sixty day IL. Even even if so, late late May. But I think if the Phillies do end up winning this division, or if they come come close, if they win over 90, 95 games, Trey Turner is going to be a, a big part of that. He'll be he's the big offseason acquisition they got. He's going to be the straw that serves drink top of the lineup. He's coming off the Great War Baseball Classic, so he's he's locked in. He's ready to go. I can see. Yes, a, he uh, is. A great season from him. I think he also has like some MVP vote. He finished fifth in 2021 and then seventh in 2020. So he's been in the conversation before. He, he's a star player. Everyone knows about him. And, you know, his steal is going to be up there. Uh, maybe he gets some more career high of home runs is 28. But maybe with that uh, short porch in left field at the bank there, you can get up to 30, get a 30, 40, 30, 50 season from him. So that's one of my looks. Uh, the other look is Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, I, I thought about him as well. At 22 to 1. There's other books that have him at 10 to 1. So if you have a book where he's at 22 to 1, definitely uh, snatch that up, I think. And to your point of like guys taking votes away from each other, like I, I get that. I mean, San Diego is definitely going to have a lot. That's why I'm not taking Soto, who's the favorite, or, uh, mm-hmm. or Tatis is good at 22 to 1, but Machado, runner up last year, is 15 to 1. But last year we saw Goldschmidt won it, and then I think Machado was second, and Arenado was third. So two Cardinals yep. were right there in the top three voting. So I'm not worried about that as much as I'm worried about it in other sports, I guess. But even in hockey, you have McDavid and Drysdale up there. But nevertheless, <laughs> here um, 
Potential dart throws also. Matt Olson, 25 to 1, if he can continue his, uh, his hot streak. Kyle Schwarber, homer pick, 45 to 1. Here's one for you, just for you, Blake. Jazz Chisholm Jr., 70 yes. to 1. I'm not going to lie. I thought of that. I like <laughs> that one. A, a healthy Jazz. Okay, so a healthy Jazz for a full season, while he may not win MVP, when it gets to the end of the year, his odds are going to be a lot fucking better than 70 <laughs> to 1 like they are right now. So even just for the sake of it being good money, like mm-hmm. a good money bet, getting Jazz now at 70 to 1, because I'm seeing him at 40 to 1. So if you're seeing him at okay. 70 to 1, I I might have to text you after this about that. But yeah, I, I like that one a lot. Yeah, uh, uh, I, don't, I don't know if I have any other dart throws from, from the NL. Okay, then we can uh, throw it over to WinBet, the official online sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is now active in Massachusetts and tons of other states. Be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. During WinBet Win Hour, mark your games of the week with a better odds on WinBet, giving her a larger payout opportunity. And March Madness is here. There's so many ways to bet on the big dance. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, get $100, limited to state availability. And of course, for our DGENs only, if you're the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to winbet.com or download the Winbet app. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through Winbet is available. If you're assuming you're a gambling problem, go 1-800-522-4700. Looking to hang out with Sean and Ryan at, at Stadium Swim and watch the biggest golf tournament in the world? You can w- win a three-night stay at Circa Las Vegas to hang with the guys. The contest is completely free to enter. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash golfparty. And if you don't win the contest, you can still get a discount on our room using promo code SGP15. And the Final Four Watch Party is going virtual. Hang out with the guys on their YouTube channel for the entire Saturday of Final Four action. Live bets, prize giveaways, and much more. Subscribe to our YouTube.com slash Sports Gambling Podcast and tune in on Saturday. All right. Oh, wait. Um, I, I, so I, hold on. I figured out a, one dart throw. Okay. Complete, complete, absolute dart throw. Jordan Walker at 200 to 1. When's the last time a rookie won MVP? Don't ask me that. I don't know. <laughs> Probably a long fucking time ago. Ichiro. Fred Land and Ichiro. Are the oh, there we go. Guys. 2001? I mean, what if Jordan Walker's Ichiro, though? I'm just kidding. I'm not fucking doing that. We're not going down that route. But right, 200 to 1. Let's switch it over to, to, to the <laughs> to the pitching side of the ball here. Cy Young Award. Kick it off with the AL again. Uh, who do you got for the for your AL Cy Young pick? Christian Javier, and I can't say that fast enough. I think that is a bet that everybody should be going and making right now before he pitches his first game this year. Because if I remember correctly, he lines up the season against just three turds of fucking franchises and the dude is electric <laughs> like he like uh nick paul from pitcher list told us uh, christian javier has a top five or what do you say his fastball is a top five pitch in baseball or it's a top five fastball in baseball Something he's like just that. so good his his k9 is through the roof and i've got him at 15 to 1 so mm. not even anywhere near the favorites right now and i think I will confidently say that, that after the first month, he is going to be the favorite in the AL to win size at 15 to one right now. He's going to have that low ERA. Uh, the shift 
didn't really he was a fly ball pitcher so the shift doesn't really going away doesn't really affect him at all in his outcome he's probably gonna have a k9 around 12 with he walks in a decent amount but he showed in the playoffs in the world series this last year that he is the absolute fucking man so 15 to 1 christian javier everybody needs to go make that bet yeah, I just found him here at 18 to 1. It's even better there. I do like that look. I mean, Houston, I mean, you saw Verlander win it last year. AL West is a bit better now with, with the Mariners and uh, Rangers and Angels all threatening, but I'd see one of them falling off. Um, my Cy Young winner is my pick is another 16 to 1, uh, Shane McClanahan of the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, he's at 12 to 1, other books. I just think, I think he uh, finished top. Five or so last year, and in uh, Cy Young voting sixth, he finished seventh in Rookie of the Year year before. Uh, last year, 194 strikeouts, 166 innings, good ERA, 2.54, WHIP 0.926. Tampa Bay always seems to get the best out of their pitchers, and they seem to have one that is really, really good. I mean, he was drafted in the first round. He has great minor league numbers, good pedigree. So yeah, I like McClanahan here at 16 to one. Um. I mean, let's, let's go down for dart throws here. Robbie Ray, 40 to 1. Don't hate that. He's won it before. Uh, Gilbert mm-hmm. Giolito, 50 to 1. Mm, Chris Sale, come back to her, 80 to 1. <laughs> I like the Giolito yeah. at 50 to 1. I was looking at that one too. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just going to throw this one out there. Okay. So here's a BRC theory storyline for you. So last year, Otani had probably the greatest baseball season of all time last year, and he didn't win MVP because obviously Aaron Judge broke the AL home run record, so it went to him. What if somehow this year they find a way to give Otani MVP and Cy Young? Like, he just balls out this year, and they're like, you know what? Sorry about it. I know that the Angels are going with that weird six-man rotation thing, so nobody's really going to be starting twice, which Otani owners, you need to pay attention to that because if you're in a weekly league, you might not be getting two-start Otani anytime yeah. this year or at least for a able amount of time. So see, there's still fantasy is... baseball talk in this episode. That's, yeah, that's, that's good advice but there. That drops his, drops his value uh, in that sense, but there's a leg- like there's a legitimate outcome where Otani wins MVP and Cy Young. Uh, I see him as the fifth. Was that one, two, three, four? Yeah, fifth in line at ten to one for Cy Young. He pitches his ass off. If he if he strikes out two hundred and wins fifteen games with a sub three ERA, he could win Cy Young. They could just do the old like like sorry you didn't get it last year here you go for balling out this year scenario i don't know if they do that but yeah it's definitely possible that he could (laughs) win both last year he would have won mvp if judge didn't break the record he came in second and cy young voting he came in in fourth so you know last year 2.33 era 15 and 9 219 strikeouts so maybe he'd have to keep that era that low take a few less losses maybe get a few more wins and and he'd get that but yeah, Otani. I could say I could see Otani for MVP being a good bet, but also for for all of these bets, like the the favorites. I don't. I'm not saying they're not going to win it. They're not good bets, mm-hmm. but like those guys, I'd rather wait. It's such a long season. You see this in every sport. I guess in a, no, every sport too. Every every sport you see the odds change so much from beginning of the season to end of the year. 
you know, if Otani goes wire to wire as a favorite, good for him. There, there's no value yeah. there on that, but there's value on on waiting on different stuff. So uh, yeah, with that, I will go to the NL Cy Young Award winner. Um, I said Trey Turner was my uh, homer pick here because this pick Zach is not Wheeler. a homer pick. Zach Wheeler, oh, eighteen there to one, fantastic value there. Fantastic <laughs> value. Uh, Twenty twenty one, he finished second in Cy Young voting. I, I, I think he should have won it in in my uh, completely unbiased opinion. That went to Corbin Burns instead. Uh, yeah, Wheeler is just an absolute horse. Uh, he had some arm issues, I think shoulder or, or something towards the end of last year. A lot of innings pitched last year, but in 213 the year before. But I think now, you know, coming into he's been incredible with, with the Phillies. Like his ERA with the Phillies is 2.82 after being 3.77 with the Mets. I was looking at that earlier. Case per nine with the Phillies over nine and a half. Phillies should be a better team this year, I think, or just as good as last year. Uh, better bullpen, which helps a lot, won't blow some of his wins. So he's only he won 14 games in 2021, 12 last year. I see him easily get into 15 wins, if not the upper teens, and a uh, good ERA with a great great strikeout rate. I like your picks because all of your picks are like all of my fantasy baseball starting pitchers. Not <laughs> even trying to find some weird way to connect it, but like in one league, I my first two pitcher picks were McClanahan and Zach Wheeler. And Christian nice. Javier, who was my pick on the other side. So like, if if that happens, I'm I'm a happy guy if all of them are just in the race at the end of the Me year. Uh, I I have I want to say two picks. Okay, I have one that I think people should make, and it's also Zeller. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Uh, I fully agree with you there. I think he gets the nod this year. Nola's awesome, but in my opinion, Wheeler at this point is awesomer. Mm-hmm. And I think he's going to get a lot of votes this year. You guys are going to win a lot of games. And even though pitcher wins shouldn't matter, it does a little bit when it comes to Cy mm-hmm. Young voting. He'll likely win 18 games this year with that sub three ERA. And he's going to go over 200 strikeouts fairly easily. So I like that bet. My other one would be Brandon Woodruff at 20 to one. I've kind of been on that hype train for a couple months right, now. I got him right here. 25 to one. He was my, he was my backup. There we go. Yeah. I, I don't think it can be stated enough how important it is to pay attention to what players had going on the previous year when it comes to their end of the year stats like Max Muncy, which we've been kind of nailing, like hitting that hammer on the head, or that hitting the fucking nail on the head a lot <laughs> lately about I, I messed that whole thing up uh, just about how like Max Muncy last year with the messed up elbow refused to get surgery and just played through it so it kind of skewed his then his second Brandon Woodruff is similar he had Raynaud's was it Raynaud's syndrome mm-hmm. yeah. Raynaud's disease really feel his hand and he was out there pitching and after he came back or at least the second half in the second half of 2022, he threw 87 innings with a 2.38 ERA and uh, an 11K9 with a 25K minus walk rate. 25 for a K minus walk rate is X. That's the kind of four. He had a third strikeout rate. And I know the have the scariest lineup offensively 
And I know they also have Corbin Burns there, but at 20 to one, Brandon Woodruff, again, he's going to have, he's going to be in it for probably the lowest ERA in the league, while also breaking 200 strikeouts. It's just going to come down to the wins, but at 20 to one, I, I think he has a legitimate chance at getting it this year. Yeah. I, I absolutely love that pick. I, I got, yeah, I, I wrote him down to it. 25 to one, 20 to one. I probably still take that. Uh, two years ago, he finished fifth in voting. Uh, Burns was up there as well. Burns won it that year. They had, they had two of the top five there. And last year, like 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 you said, he, he had Raynaud syndrome. He, you, you lose circulation in, in your appendages. He can't feel his fingers as well. Can't feel the ball, which is kind of important for pitching there. So, yeah, last year mm-hmm. he ended up going 13 and four. Two years ago, he was only nine and 10. So I think if you combine like last year's win totals with his 2.56 ERA from two years ago, and a case per nine above 10 or 11. I think he's definitely going to be one of the favorites for, for it along among the top five, if not top three. And th- those odds definitely will come down, which is important to, is important to think about if, if you're, if you're betting, like you can just bet it with the idea like, okay, let it ride no matter what, or you can bet it like, okay, mm-hmm. if hedge out eventually or cash out cashing out is never advisable hedge if you can but <laughs> otherwise be a man write it do out what you gotta do no it's just because cashing out especially it's if it's like if it's like two teams if two teams are in, are in the race the cash out option for team a is not equivalent to just betting against yourself on team b so I, that's what i say when cash out cashing out isn't worth it i, I would absolutely do that if to guarantee money but yeah hedging is more more optimal See, that's what I like. That's what I have you here for, Ryan. So you can <laughs> inform me of these things. Yeah, taking a taking a bunch of underdogs here, and we are also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy continues their March 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 Madness college pick'em. It's a great way to get in on the action, especially if your bracket is busted. Plus, Underdog Fantasy has your favorite college basketball player props and great daily games for every sport. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. All right, moving along to probably uh, your favorite category, the, the rookie of the year. <laughs> yes, sir. I don't, know, I don't know about you, but this is just the one I, I could not nail one pick or even two picks with three picks down. I got I got four guys running down for, for both leagues. Uh, what do you got for the AL? Uh, for the AL, Estieri Ruiz. I can't mm-hmm. say, uh, just like my AL Cy Young, can't say it fast enough. So hear me out. I know you love when I just kind of spout these off. Everybody's big on the Volpe train. Everybody thinks Gunnar Henderson, the rookie that can't hit lefties to save his fucking life ever. Or, I mean, Yoshida's nice. I feel like Yoshida's probably number one on your list. But, uh, okay, I like Yoshida. But, Estieri Ruiz, I couldn't, I couldn't find him, but I had somebody tell me that he was forty-five to one. So, the thing with Ruiz is he stole, I think, eighty-six bases last year. Not in his career, just last season, he stole eighty-six bases. He has double-digit home run power, and he can hit for over three hundred. The problem was when he came into the major league level, he couldn't hit. It, granted, it was a very minimal amount of time that he was up. I think it was 15 games. Still registered a 98th percentile sprint speed. But in spring training, had to take spring training with a grain of salt. But when you have a guy that has never been able to hit 
or I shouldn't say never been able to hit. When you have a guy that couldn't hit at the major league level last year, and then he comes up to spring training, I think he hit 300 in spring training. You see that moonshot of a home run that he hit? I think it was yesterday. I, it was, I uh, he I had a moonshot of a home power. run. Yeah. I mean, he, I think he, he averaged 18 a season in the minor leagues or something like that, right around there. So he has like legitimate power and his moonshot home run yesterday was a uh, 109.8 miles per hour off the bat, which is the hardest hit ball he's ever had. So we talked about him on the last episode and I mentioned how he plays for Oakland who just absolutely sucks at baseball. So they got nothing to play for. So they're likely just going to let him do what he wants out there. Like, Swing away, young man, and every time you get on base, just try and steal three of them. Steal home every time you get on. So I, I think he, I think he ends the year with seventy-five. Dylan over here seems to think he's going to end the year with a hundred, which I would absolutely love for that to happen because that would be super cool. But I think he's getting overlooked a lot just because there are some bigger name rookies. I think he's a very good, not even a dart throw. That's just where I would put my money. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, was not surprised by that. I mean, not surprised by that at all. Just based off the, uh, the the conversation in the Discord, and as I said, as I said in the Discord, the only thing holding me back from from betting that would be um, the fact that <laughs> he's an Oakland Athletic. He's an Oakland Athletic. He's not. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. If if it was a if it was a year where there weren't many other high profile rookies, you know, he can maybe sneak it out. But you got Gunnar Henderson. Everyone's eyes are on him already. You got Volpe in in New York. Mm-hmm. You got Yoshida and Cassius in uh, Boston. Yeah, Grayson Rodriguez. If he comes up, Colas in, in Chicago. All bigger markets, all better teams will all be making a, a bigger impact than uh, than Ruiz. But once again, at uh, at forty five to one, you can't really go wrong there. So I, I will probably be placing a, a few bucks on that. But but with Ruiz, I would take him to have the most steals this year. I don't think it's uh it's at plus mm-hmm. seven hundred, so it's not as quite as uh yeah. as a uh, fruitful there. But that shows that the odds makers know he's gonna be let loose. So maybe he shouldn't be ten times that to be the rookie of the year because he could, you know, he had what I think nineteen home runs last year. You know, maybe puts up fifteen this year with seventy five, eighty stolen bases and hits. A decent average, and you know what? He he impresses while everyone else kind of shies away. But uh, for me, you nailed it. Uh, Masataka Yoshida for the Boston Red Sox <laughs> is my pick. Knew it. Uh, down there, it's only six to one. It's, it's only six to one. Uh, I don't like laying this just this low of odds. Henderson is plus 300, only one. Uh, and Volpe is in there plus 500 at some books. But Yoshida, he's not like these these rookies that are coming up facing major league pitching for the first time. He is facing major league pitching for the first time, but he just showed he can hit a World Baseball Classic. He had some home runs there. He's been mm-hmm. a great hitter over over in Asia. He's been very very beloved in the locker room so far. He's going to be hitting cleanup. I think he's the one that if any of these favorites win it, it's going to be him. Uh, I also had did have written down Tristan Costas for the for the Red Sox there. He should be getting. Plenty of bats, I would think, projected to hit six for them. Another left-handed bat. Up. So, oh, oh, is he? I I thought he was leading, hitting leadoff. Fangraphs, roster resources. Heard a little rumor. Uh, okay, well, if he's hitting, if he's hitting leadoff, I, I love him even more there at um, twelve to one. Going down here, Colas. You, you mentioned him before. You're, you're going to pick him up most likely fifteen to one. 
also do like Josh mm-hmm. Young there in Texas. He's going to be starting right out of the gate at 20 to one. I think having that, that full season should, should have him at a better price than, than 20 to one. Yeah. And I think he was my uh, infield sleeper for third base too. Josh Young, 35 home run power out there in Texas. So who knows what happens? Uh, sometimes all it takes is look, not every rookie is going to be good this year. I know that all of these guys are high prospects and all that stuff, but this happens every year. You got a, uh, whole bunch of high highly touted prospects that come up and then two of them do well that's just how it goes every time so somebody like josh young all it takes is being like excelling at one category sometimes like if sdr hits 10 home runs and steals 75 bases Mm -hmm. it's gonna be really really hard anybody else if josh young comes up and his 35 home runs and his third in baseball and home runs for whatever reason, it's going to be really hard for somebody else to beat him. It's like Corbin Carroll. Even if Corbin Carroll goes 20 home runs and 30 stolen bases, I would vote for Estieri Ruiz with 10 home runs and 75 stolen bases over that, even if he plays for Oakland. But yeah, like I mean, I mean, yeah, Corbin Carroll. Josh Young, good uh, pick. I love that. In Arizona, you have any, you have any other American League guys, or can I go over to the uh, National League here? Uh, we can go to the National League. All right, I'll I'll, I'll start this one off. Um, I mentioned this, teased this a bit in the Discord. I like uh, Kodai Senga there for the Mets, the pitcher, uh, ten to one. Yeah, at incredible numbers uh, last year, and just in his career, and uh, over in Asia. Let me pull these up in the uh, Japan League. Last year went eleven and six with a one point nine four ERA. Uh, 156 strikeouts and 144 innings. Career K, K per nine in 11 years of uh, 10. Career ERA of 2.42. He's 30 years old. He's coming over. We've seen these type of pitchers coming over. Darvish, Matsuzaka, Kenta Maeda. Also had guys not perform as well, but I think at a 10 to 1, I like that there. And if anyone can find a uh, Cy Young price for him, please please let me know. I, I would love to throw a... <laughs> Throw a dollar to get on that. I'm assuming it's, it's pretty high. Um, also, do have Corbin Carroll written down there at, at five to one. Uh, I don't love that. Walker is obviously the favorite at plus three seventy five. He might run away with it, but also in that same um, Josh Young kind of category is Brett Beatty. He didn't make the team out of camp, but at twenty to one, I think the Mets they they need a DH and, and they need to shore up that third base position. So I could see him coming up and, and making an impact. Yeah, and I think I'd, I'd like to think the Brett Beatty one, the line would move a little more favorable. Like if it takes, like if it's a month into the season, we're like at the end of mm-hmm. April, and he's still not up yet, you might be able to get him like thirty-five to one or something. Great, great point. Yeah, yeah. I, I but I like that though. Uh, somebody like Hayden Wesneski for the Cubs at twenty-five to one on mine. He won a rotation spot. He's got a nasty, nasty, nasty curveball. I don't know if he's going to win enough games to really beat out somebody like Jordan Walker or Corbin Carroll. Let's be honest. I mean, mine's Jordan Walker. It's got to be Jordan Walker. I've talked about that man almost as much as I've talked about Jared Kelnick on this podcast. Is he not a rookie anymore? Uh, he's going to run away with it. Oh, unfortunately not. He's played just uh, enough games. No, <laughs> uh, but yeah, somebody like Jordan Walker and Ezekiel to- Tovar in Colorado. This is a very uh, offensively leaning or offensive leaning award. 
and playing somewhere like Colorado does help you a lot. Uh, he has 2020, 2030 potential. It's just a matter of, is he going to be able to hit? So if he, the batting average is up there. He's at 10 to one. And I like that, but still, I, I've got to go Jordan Walker. Not that I want to go with the favorites, but <laughs> I think, I think three, I've got him at plus three forty. I think that might be to ever get him. I mean, yeah, you have to take Walker. He's your guy. He's he's the favorite. He could very well just go wire to wire as as the favorite. <laughs> um, and then, so I think we covered all the awards. Yeah, I just uh, wanted to throw I mentioned... a couple extra bets that I like. Yeah, absolutely, go for it. Okay, so I I was looking. There's a few uh, home run leader awards mm-hmm. that yeah. I like yeah. for this year. Okay. Uh, Jordan Alvarez at 100 to hit the most home runs. Uh, was it Austin Riley at plus 1400? I like that as well. And then a sneaky one that surprised me Acuna is 20 to 1 to lead the lead hmm. the league in home runs. He has 40 home run ability. And I know, I think the ball's getting deadened a little bit this year. So 40 home runs could do it. Uh, I mean, it's crazy to think that because Judge has more, more power, but if Judge gets all of a sudden, that doesn't happen, and 40 home runs can win it for you. So I really like those ones a lot. And then the other one I liked was Hunter Green to lead the league in strikeouts. I know my bold prediction was over 250 strikeouts this year for him. He's plus 1,800. Ooh. And all it's not – it's not crazy to think that he might like not have the ERA, but you don't have the ERA when it comes to just leading the league in strikeouts. I, I just wonder if the Reds shut him down or limit him to, to not let him get there. But yeah, for those home run home run bets, uh, I, I do like those. Uh, going down here a little bit. Um, what did I see? J Rod is forty to one. Um, Love it. Rowdy Telez sixty six to one. We're a big fan of Rowdy here. Uh, Anthony Santander, yeah, you know 81. What? That's a good one. I don't know if it's a good one, but you know what? You, you got your boy on O'Neill Cruz. We, get, we got a bad one. Odd. I I found him at a uh, hundred to one earlier today. Okay. I don't think it'll happen, but he. I mean, he's got the he's got the power. It's not crazy. Yeah, all, all, all it's crazy, but it's not power. that crazy. All these guys got the power. It's just they're not going to hit fifty home runs. But you know, you never know That's what's going to happen. I mean, could be. Pitchers could be rushing, could be better for hitting. Hitters could be rushing, could be better for pitching. Could just be a complete wash and just faster game. So, yeah, it should be a should be a fun season. Yeah, and then the only other thing that I had that I wanted to throw out there because I've been telling everybody that I I can before tomorrow or I guess today, whenever you listen to this, um, Hunter Green tomorrow is going up against the Pittsburgh Pirates. I'm going oh, slow man. because I want to make sure my connection is good. Hunter Green is facing off against the Pittsburgh Pirates tomorrow. In the set half of last year, Hunter Green had a 37% K rate. The Pittsburgh Pirates are one of only two teams that struck out 25% of the time or more last year. Hunter Green, fully healthy. No limit on him to, for the very start of the year. They're going to let the man throw. He could strike out 15 Pirates tomorrow so if you're a fantasy person 
get all them hundred shares that you can trade for him, do whatever, even if it's early in the year. If you have him, like I do in multiple leagues, be prepared to just have the happiest day of your life. If it's for betting purposes, if you're a prop bet kind of guy, ladder his Ks mm-hmm. up to 15 or fucking 16. I don't care. You're going to hit on almost all of those. I will bet. I will bet on it. He's he's going to he's going to mow them down tomorrow and it's going to be one of those greatest start to the season of all time type of games. And I'm putting that on the record. That's a, that's a good advice there, especially against the Pirates. Uh, I just his odds are not up yet, but once they are up, I will be uh I will be laddering it. That's what I'm talking about. I like that shirt by the way. But uh Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's all I've got. I'm excited for opening day this is kind of like my this is my second christmas mm-hmm. i wait for this i just signed up for my free mlb at bat for the year so i'm fully ready to go i got my vpn so i can watch the mariner games don't tell anybody i said that uh so i am i am all in this year i hope everybody if you are listening to this and it is thursday that you have your your team gear on you're excited for baseball to start because we are in for we're in for the long haul of a a new brand of baseball in a way. So it's going to be interesting to see how this whole year plays out with all the new rules. And I am here for it. Yeah, it should be a uh, exciting time. And make sure you are subscribed to us and follow us on Twitter at Fake Baseball. And you know what? Let us know what what you want, what type of content you like to hear in podcast form during the season. What days are best for you? Uh, we're going to be obviously going over streaming options, you know, waiver wire guys, hot starts, cold starts, all the, all the basic stuff. But, you know, we want to try to cater mm-hmm. cater to the listeners, especially you guys in the Discord, sg.pn slash Discord, and on Twitter, uh, at Fake Baseball. Um, yeah, so because, I mean, we'll pro- we're going to record tomorrow. We're going to do live reactions opening day. Philly's going to be playing. Uh, we're going to have a few games over by then to react to. So, yeah, we're going to try to get it going possibly as close to daily as possible coming up here. So let us know. Yeah. And I'm going to have a lot of content coming out. I kind of put it out to the world yesterday that uh, I just, along with my two a week articles that I'm doing for fantasy pros, I now work for Rotoballer as well. We'll have a weekly article coming out there. And I mean, I can, I mean, we're a day away from the season, so I can say it for uh, fantasy pros. I'm going to be doing their weekly waiver wire article, which is kind of a big deal. Like that's a pretty massive article. So I'll be letting you guys into my mind about who I think you should be targeting on the waiver wire each week. That'll be coming out. Uh, it'll be published on Sundays. And then on Thursdays, I'll have a stat cast article coming out that's going to kind of cover some of my favorite stat cast numbers and things to keep an eye on from the the previous week and coming up and then for rotoballer i'm doing like the exact opposite of my fantasy pros article and it is going to be guys that are trending on the waiver wire that i think you should avoid and i'm going to be using sabermetrics stat cast data all kinds of different things to break down why i think they're not they're not it's not necessarily going to be guys that like definitely don't get them but it's going to be guys like uh be wary like he hit four home runs but it was four home runs off of patrick Cor- corbin whoever <laughs> so things like that and i'm really excited a lot of podcast stuff coming out a lot of written work on my end coming out i'm gonna be working my ass off but uh is tetis going to bounce back this year 
Hell yeah, yeah he is. We, he's we, gonna put we, up we, an we insane him season. A little bit back with the MVP talk. So I don't know if you just hopped on late, but go back and listen to that. He's uh twenty two to one. I, I don't don't hate that at all. I don't either, especially come back uh and April, plenty of time for him to bounce yep. back and still hit 40 home runs like the old Tatis. Yeah, but for uh, other fantasy, than that, he, can... he's shortstop and, and has is going to get outfield. So, yeah, mm-hmm. he's a great fantasy asset this season, I think. Yeah, and uh, you guys can catch me on Twitter at Balake, B-U-H-H-L-O-C-K-A-Y-E. And you can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. And we'll catch you guys next time. Peace.